Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. Welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast. And we're up to episode 71, Ash. And today we're talking about uh, this topic of more than mortgages. And listeners will get into what that means in a moment. But Ash, how are you going today? Yeah, going super well, James. The, the year is flying by. How are you doing? Uh, it always is. The year always evaporates, doesn't it? I'm great. I'm great. And um, I'm keen to talk about this because um, more than mortgages, a, a lot of mortgage brokers, well, we, we deliver mortgages. We help customers get a mortgage, get a loan, car loan, home loan, investment loan, first home, next home, etc. It's like that's what we do is we broker mortgages. But in as the mortgage industry becomes more mature, there, we are getting to the stage now, Ash, where it is becoming about more than just mortgages. And there's two ways we want to attack this today. One is more than mortgages in terms of people come to a mortgage business or a mortgage broker in the back of their mind for more than just mortgages, right? They're coming because they're, they actually want to deal with you or that business because of the brand or the vibe or that whole package, like that's why they choose their broker, not just for the mortgage, but for what it stands for and why. So we'll, we'll touch on that. And then I'd also like to touch on the fact that more than mortgages, well, to help a client get from point A to point B, you know, these days it requires more than just a mortgage to help them. So as mortgage brokers, if we just uh, do what the customer wants and do a refi or help them buy a property or set up, a, set up a loan, we might be doing them a disservice by just focusing on the mortgage instead of taking a step higher up and thinking about, well, how do I really get the client from A to B? So let's dive into those two topics. Yeah, a couple of things to unpack here um, in my mind. So firstly, yeah, it's not that long ago um, certainly for me, uh, you know, having been in, uh, been in the industry for a, a long time, that back when I was starting out, you know, everybody getting into mortgage broking felt obliged to have the word home loan, finance, mortgage in their business name because that was the time when we, it was transactional, right? And I want to talk about that a bit more in a minute. It was a transaction. The mortgage broker was in, get a result, out, right? You know, even though you did get trail fees, that was just really amortising the commission over time. It really wasn't there to manage the relationship. That went back to the bank. So this, that was an era where it was a transaction. So we all said, okay, Ash Playstead Financier, Ash Playstead Mortgage Broker. That's how we defined ourselves, right? So, you know, this conversation around mission and brand and vibe, you know, it was really wasn't this, even a discussion topic. Right, um, but the industry's evolved. Right, we, we now dominate the mortgage market in Australia, rightly so, and New Zealand and other places around the world. So this conversation and the industry has moved into this era 
Um, I would argue that good mortgage brokers have always treated clients as more than a transaction. Just put that out there. Of course we have. However, that's the way it was perceived. And it still is perceived that way in some quarters, unfortunately. But we're at the stage now where it's not a transaction. It's a relationship. It just so happens that getting someone's mortgage sorted out is a piece of that relationship. But we're in there for the long haul for that, for our clients, right? We want to keep looking after them. And in fact, we have there's an expectation around compliance and duty to keep looking after the client. We want to do that. Of course we do. So calling yourself even a broker, in my mind, I would, I would almost drop that word. Broker denotes a single transaction. Mm. Yes, it's, it's, it's part of the puzzle. So with that, well, we need to start thinking about how do we articulate that? How do we create that feel and energy and, you know, vibe about our business now that we're not just a transaction? I've got a team. I've got a system. I've got relationships and I've got other people writing mortgages. So we've got to start thinking about how we put that together and how we get that out so that's what people see and feel and touch about our business. So that's, I think, all of these roads lead back to one of the things we talk about a lot, James, uh, in, in the way we look after people, and that is that sort of trusted advisor mindset. Mm-hmm. That yes, it's the mortgage is a almost a medicine. It's almost a, a transaction that needs to be completed as part of a, a bigger relationship, a journey that you're taking people on. That's how I feel. Yeah, hundred. I mean, that's that. That's definitely the solution for helping a client get from A to B is becoming that trusted advisor. I just want to go back to what you said a second ago, because you're right, like brokers, that transactional nature of the industry where it was knock on the door, sign up a loan, earn a commission. Uh, we talked about this, I think, in previous episodes, Ash, about how the industry is, is already and will continue to get and transition more and more from just brokers and transactional nature to full uh, professionalized businesses that uh, don't just help on the transactional nature. We're already going down that path, but uh, um, when we know that's coming from transactional nature to more business oriented, then, well, we need to start thinking about, well, what does that business stand for? If it's more than just mortgages, you know, what are we actually trying to accomplish with our customers? Like, why should people come and work with us? over the bank or another lender or another mortgage broking firm. You know, they they buy the whole package. They're going to buy the broker they work with, the systems, the branding, the messaging. Um, How you make customers feel is incredibly important to a true professional business. In a transactional sense, back in the day, you knock on a door, sign up an application. Thanks very much. Amazing client service. Client gets what they want. Great. In 2022, where we are now, we're business focused and we need to be more, we need to be actually thinking about these things as opposed to just writing deals. Oh, we do, we do, we do. And as you were talking, James, that, uh, something occurred to me that I think is really part of this mindset shift that, 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 that we're going through. I mean, a lot of brokers have already made this shift and a lot haven't. And it's, um, I guess it's the nature of, okay, I get it, vibe, mission. Uh, vision, voice, brand, I, I, those things all make sense. I need to transition. I need to change the conversation or the perception. So I guess the 
the shift I'm pointing to here is instead of looking outward to go, okay, there's somebody whose brand I admire. I love that. I'm going to model that or I'm going to copy that, which is a natural thing to do. Of course it is, is to look outwardly and go, okay, where can I get inspiration from? Nothing inherently wrong with that. But what I'm saying is your brand, your voice, well, there's the, there's the giveaway, listeners, your voice. So the answer here is it needs to come from you. This is the this is the challenge and the opportunity of a lifetime is to reshape your business around you. Now, you could argue it already is because, you know, I write the loans and I do most of the work. I'm not talking about that. Of course I'm not. I'm talking about the voice, the brand, the marketing, you know, the feeling. It's got to represent what's important to you. So this is why it's got to come from within you, not from what somebody else, how they speak, what their vibe and voice looks like. Even though it might impress you and you might like it, it's not you. You can't base this conversation around anyone's voice other than your own internal voice. No, yeah, you've got to do it. It has to make sense for you and what you're doing. And every one of our listeners will be different because different personalities, different states, cities, country towns, um, different, yeah, different countries. Um, they will also work with different types of clients, different demographics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got to wrap your business and brand and voice and more than mortgages around yourself and your customers. So, you know, what do you stand for? What are you fighting for? What are you um, standing up for as a business? but also keeping in mind your clients, right, Ash? Like you have mm. to think, well, what do my clients want me to stand up for them for and against? And they're some of the strongest things you can do in building a, uh, I guess, package or brand for people to well, yeah, buy into. Yeah, totally, James. I mean, people want you to be their hero. Like it's, a, it's, it's the natural human need is to feel that you've got someone on your side against a common enemy. Now, the common enemy can be the banks, it can be poverty, it can be the property market. So, you know, it's about injecting yourself into that relationship with the client. Now, I think personally for me, as an individual, if you're talking to someone one-on-one, you can probably talk to that. Okay, so I think it's important to say when, when I'm talking about your voice, I'm not talking about you individually talking to one person or even giving a presentation per se, you can probably do that. It's about taking it out of there and being able to articulate it in your brand and having other people in your business be able to speak about it as passionately and as clearly as you can. So that can't be just because you sit down with them every day and tell them about it. It's got to actually resonate within every part of your business, your systems, your brand, your colors, uh, you know, your the way you take the client through your perfect client journey. All of these things need to speak to that that level of passion. And the people in your business, including clients, would be the real test, don't you think, James? The real test of, you know, more than mortgages is not what you say about your business. It's what other people say. Oh, you bet. Yeah, it is. Um, I just wanted to go one uh, step to the side, and I know it's into the mindset space, and I know you'll love this. Um, a little bit about why people buy, because when we, when I came up with the topic for this episode of more than mortgages, and we started talking about brand and you know 
the mission and values and brand personality. It's, it's like, why? I mean, and, and it comes from first thinking about the mindset and psychology of why people will choose your business over someone else's. And you know, given that's one big half of this episode, Ash, you know, on one hand, yep, it's pretty important that you're more than just a transaction-based broker and that you become a trusted advisor. But if we focus this episode more on the why people buy and wrapping that brand and voice around that, um, let, let's go into that because why do people buy a Mazda or a Ford or a Ferrari? Why do they wear, you know, why do they deal with this bank or that bank? Like, why do they buy this brand of clothes, not that brand of clothes? Well, I mean, those big corporations pay people gazillions of dollars to answer that question, James. Maybe we need to, uh, maybe we need to package up this episode and sell it to big corporations, right? <laughs> um, no, it's look seriously. It, it, it is such a important topic. People buy on emotion. They choose on emotion. We know that they don't choose rationally. This is one of the great mindset. And I'm talking from the science of mindset is people might think they're making a rational decision to choose you because of facts and figures and, you know, uh, rigorous examination of your background and your skills and your experience. That's in the frame. But you know what? The vast majority, if not all of people, all people ultimately will make a decision on you based on an emotional state. It's one of the things I love to say is, all thinking is emotional state dependent. So we don't make decisions from a rational perspective and then, you know, justify it later with emotions. We make them from an emotional state and then rationalise them with our high-level thinking. This is what people do, right? Whether it's a mortgage, a doctor, a car, as you said, why, do, why would you choose a Toyota over a Mazda? Something deep inside you is responding to marketing messages that you've been bombarded with that make you feel a certain way, and that's why you choose that car. That is, nobody is exempt from this because we're all humans. So it's an incredibly powerful thing to know and to understand when you move forward, why are people going to choose me? And, and quick little story to, to, I guess, cap this off a bit, James. For me, the, I guess the... The position I ended up taking when I built my businesses was people will choose whoever makes or whoever helps them sleep at night the fastest. That was almost – I actually used that as an internal messaging with me and my team is people won't choose you for rate. They won't choose you for, for, for speed of process necessarily. They won't choose you because of the way you dress or where your office is. They'll choose you because at night when they hop onto the couch or bed – and their partner says, did you sort out that mortgage stuff? And you can say, yes, Ash is taking care of it. That's why they'll choose you because you tick that box faster than anyone else. Doesn't There could be 10 other brokers who are better brokers than you, but you won the business. Guess why? Because you were able to trigger that emotional reaction. Mm, I love that. And I wrote down the same thing that I think you mentioned, that word feel, uh, around why people buy and it's because it's how it makes them feel to own that type of car or wear those clothes or be part of a particular mortgage business. I mean, a lot of our listeners might think, oh, I'm just a small mortgage business. People don't think they belong to my business. Well, they they do if it's a good one, 
and they'll talk about you to everybody if you do this right. Um, so maybe Ash, in the last minute or two we've got available, um, because this is a pretty abstract, high-level topic, um, we, we talked about more than mortgages from the brand and voice and why, and also helping client from A to B. So solution time, getting a client from A to B, more than just mortgages, become a trusted advisor and talk about more than just mortgages. That's, that's kind of an easy one. And I think we've had other episodes that we can, our listeners can dive back through the archives and learn about the trusted advisor process. But what would be maybe even just your biggest tip place to get started in terms of building or starting even to think about building something that uh, will cause people to have a positive experience with me, my business, um, outside of just the client experience and transaction? Yeah, it's a great question, James. And look, there's probably a couple of places you could start with this. Um, for me, with the whole, you know, we help you sleep at night the fastest type thinking, that started from client feedback. When I did a survey of my clients asking them something else and someone came back and said, oh, because when I went home that night, you know, I was able to tell hubby that I'd sorted it out. And, it, and I thought, bingo, bingo. That's human nature. People want resolution. They want certainty. And they, they will choose whoever gives them that comfort the fastest. So there, off we go. So my recommendation for each of you guys, you listeners, is either go back and ask some of your customers, why did you choose me? How did I make you, how did my business make you feel? You might get some interesting answers, but I would predict that amongst that collection of information will be the gold that you can build this brand and voice and vibe around. That's one way to do it. Another way might be to brainstorm this, perhaps with somebody else, perhaps on your own, and start to think about if I was a customer of my business and I was feeling a bit stressed out as a first-home buyer or as, you know, an upgrader or, you know, and I needed a mortgage and I was busy and the kids are ready and COVID and stuff going on and I've got to make a decision, what, what would drive me to pick one mortgage broker over another and what would I say about that relationship afterwards? Put yourself in the client's shoes and think about what you would say, what would be important to you if you were in their shoes with you're the proverbial hitting the fan and you needed resolution. Mm -hmm. they're, they're the two ways I would go as a starting point and then have a look at what you come up with and go forward from there. Yeah, that's great advice. I think given this is a fairly high-level episode for our listeners, we, we just want you to take away that a – mortgage business that runs with or without you. That's what we do with our clients um, every day. You know, in order to build a successful business, it, it's got to be about more than just mortgages, right? So if we can challenge you through this podcast to think a little bit bigger and differently about your business from that trend away from you and a transaction and towards a brand and an experience in a business and away from just helping a client with a mortgage through to trusted advisor, I think you'll be on to the right path in building something that's uh, people love and they talk about and they want to come back to and they want to use 
um, because, you know, that's the foundation of a successful business. So hopefully this episode has um, sparked some interest for you to go, you know, dive further and challenge yourself, Ash. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're all about is sparking different thinking, innovative thinking, and hopefully setting you guys on a path to discovering how this can work for you. It's a very important piece of the puzzle. Um, and, yeah, and, of course, this is what we do, isn't it, James? That's why we love what we do, which is getting the, the new thinking into your mind so that you can explore it and then perhaps go further with it, whether it's with us or with somebody else, um, you know, to build a, a business that you're truly proud of. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And not every episode is going to be a solution. Some of these will be questions and challenges. And I think that's the only way to really keep things exciting and fresh in business is to keep thinking and being challenged and uh, thinking outside the square so that, you know, things are always getting better and easier for your future. So um, I don't know what we've got in store for next week, Ash, but I'm looking forward to it. And listeners, I guess we will see you next week for another episode. Until then, yeah, have yourself a fantastic week, Ash. You do your same. Yeah, keep punching everyone. Loved it, James. See you next time. Bye, gang. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, Go get them.